0: Welcome to the Peace Catalyst podcast, where we share stories to inspire, uplift, and encourage you in your peacemaking journey. I'm Becca Teivel, and I work with Peace Catalyst International here in the Washington, D.C. area, and I'm joined by my co-host, Allie Bernison.
1: Hello, I'm Allie, and I work with PCI in Los Angeles, California. Also, if you enjoy the Peace Catalyst podcast, please do us a favor and take a minute to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It just helps boost our visibility and encourages others to give us a listen and find us. So each week, we have been doing a introducing a peace quote of the week. And so this week, just given the subject of today's episode, The quote is from Michael Pollan, who is an author, and he wrote In Defense of Food, An Eater's Manifesto, as well as Omnivore's Dilemma and several, several other books that you might have heard of. But here's the quote. The shared meal elevates eating from a mechanical process of fueling the body to a ritual of family and community, from the mere animal biology to an act of culture.
0: Oh, that's so cool. I I love the, yeah, the emphasis on family and community and um, food. Yeah, obviously we know food is so much more than just what like functional. It's it's community, it's relational, and it really brings people together. And I know for me, it actually changes my emotions like when I eat.
1: (laughs) Mm, Like, yes, absolutely.
0: You know, it could actually bring joy or bring – like, you know, could lift your spirits if you're feeling sad or, um, I love yeah. that quote. It's a good one. So I'm really, um, loving this series that we're doing right now about Afghanistan, um, where we're listening and learning from Afghans and those who are working alongside them for peace in Afghanistan. Um, and also those who are working with Afghan refugees and others locally, um, and abroad. And, um, You'll see that there is a reason that we chose a peace quote about food this week.
1: Yes, that is because we are interviewing a chef, Chef Nori, who is the owner of the Mantu, which is a modern Afghan restaurant located in Richmond, Virginia. So, actually, kind of close to Becca. (laughs) And Chef Nori began his career in 2003 in Kabul, Afghanistan, and came to the US about six years ago. He decided to start his restaurant so he could share Afghan cuisine with the world. And I. it was just great to hear how he uses his restaurant to provide free welcome meals to incoming Afghan refugees. And he also employs Afghans as chefs and hosts in the restaurant. And uh, it should be mentioned that in May of 2021, Chef Nori made his first appearance on the Food Network as a featured contestant on the culinary competition show Beat Bobby Flay. So we were just so impressed and excited to hear that. Can't wait. So thank you so much, Chef Nori, for taking time and meeting with us to get us started. We would love for you to introduce yourself as well as introduce your restaurant, The Mantu, Um, so we can just start there.
2: Um, thank you so much, Ali, for inviting me. Um, uh, I'm Chef Nuri, the owner of The Mantu Restaurant located at Richmond. I've been to the United States for about six years now. It's been about three years that I've opened the restaurant. It wasn't easy to open a restaurant from, from scratch um uh, but it made me to uh to think of our culture or um, our people to introduce the culture to the world uh somehow we have to come up with something to, to prove to the world that um we have that ability to uh to step in and, and raise our voice. so food was the only way that i was able to go in um and introduce our culture to the world
0: that's so beautiful i think um yeah using food as a way to build bridges and like you said share your culture is um amazing and i look forward to coming to your restaurant <laughs> hopefully soon um and we're wondering if um chef nori you could tell us a little bit about what your experience was like when you left afghanistan Um, six years ago. And um, yeah, what was that like for you um, coming to the US? And if you could just share a little bit about that.
2: Sure, Um, in Afghanistan, I will, um, I've been there as a a chef for about 16 years. Um, So I was trying to um, introduce our culture to the world. Um, In Afghanistan, we don't have that much accessibility to. Uh, to let the world know that we are peace-lover people and we um, have nothing to do with other um, uh, distraction groups. The people of Afghanistan are very nice. Um, uh, So for me to come to United States was to to bring over my culture, to introduce our people to the world. Uh, We had a great uh, culture, which is always about um, gathering always, always about respecting the families taking care of your elders Uh, it wasn't easy to you know move from afghanistan i left everything that i had and i gained a lot back home Um, i had to start it from scratch it was it was a challenge for us every moment of our life in afghanistan was not easy to live Uh, but still we are used to it and um we had to live our life uh, it was a survival chance for every individual Afghan uh, people in Afghanistan. But there was always suicide attack, um, like at least three four times a week. Uh, when you were leaving from home to work, you wouldn't believe that you can come back and see your, your family again. And that was the worst moment of our life. So when I decided to come to the United States um, to bring my kids, and start experiencing a new world. And at the same time, to bring a message, a peace message to the world, that if they could start changing their ideology, um, starting to focus on Afghan people, uh, we've been tortured for four decades. Uh, And my entire life since i was born up to now I, I've, never, I've never seen a, a peaceful moment um, in my life uh, i suffered a lot as as a kid uh, i was a breadwinner of the of, of my family um, during the taliban regime uh, during the mujahideen regime
0: um,
2: there are a thousand kids in afghanistan as, as uh, they, they are suffering right now and they used to suffer at those regimes. Nothing has changed. Uh, we hope, and we are strong. Uh, we still always fight for, for, for the hope that we have, uh, for the humanity. Uh, through our culture, through our voice, through our uh, the food that we serve, we don't fight. We always um, try to show the world the Afghan people are uh, really peace lovers. Um, it is the other countries uh, that are bringing distractions in the country and um, trying to displace us from our, our, our homeland. Uh, but we are still focusing on our people right now. Um, I have so many programs right now that I'm working, uh, some projects uh, that I'm going to serve uh, our people back home. Uh, hopefully, next couple of weeks we'll have some uh, uh, some projects that are uh, we're cooking food in Afghanistan and serving to the needy families. Um, we keep trying to help our our, our community, uh, not only our community, the humanity wherever they are. We uh, we are supposed to feel the pain of others. We have to. We're supposed to feel the thirst of uh, those who are who have been isolated from from the humanity and, and uh, forgotten uh, it's our job it's 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 our it's the people's job to to stand up and uh, help each other
0: uh,
1: i love i love what you said about um continuing to fight for and empower those back in afghanistan but not just you know not just in your country but people who are oppressed and um, yeah, are in difficult contexts, politically or culturally, whatever the reason may be, um, everywhere and yeah, I just, I appreciate the way that you've remembered and carried on um, the legacy of your culture here. Um, And so we definitely wanna talk more about the work that you're doing for um, those who are resettling, you know, in your community from Afghanistan, um, and how you are making them feel at home and welcome. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to hear whether when you first arrived in the United States, if there was any significant moment or experience or person that, that gave you that sense of home here, um, that you felt hospitality or welcomed um, by.
2: Um, there was a friend of mine uh, before I came to United States. Um, he came six months uh, ahead of me, um, and then while I was uh, traveling, I, I gave his address. So I said, "I'm going to uh, move to his uh, his address." And um, uh, but the good thing was that he was like in my neighborhood, like close door to door. Uh, so when, when our caseworker came and dropped me to the apartment and he said, I'm gonna call your friend to, uh, to come and meet you. I was like, maybe he's he's like far away from me. So he came out of my apartment and went to um, our neighbor and started knocking the door. I was like, is my friend living there? <laughs> um, so he knew that I was coming and he, he cooked some Afghani dishes, Afghani plow, Afghani rice with the meat and all that uh i feel like i have someone who helped me and uh i do not feel alone but we did not have more help so i had to i had to get in um i had to find a job for myself i had to uh, find a way to stand up on my feet and, uh, we in the united states when you come you have all the resources that the government is supporting you uh, but that is temporarily you have to stand up on your feet as as, as soon as you can uh, you should not rely on on the government benefits um, they are there always but not all the time and you have to use those opportunities to um, to start uh, being resettled and you know uh, independent um, uh, so we cannot be depend on on the government and other other people so um, I had to start find a job, so I bought a bike for um, from a thrift store, um, $25, and I started searching for a job. Uh, the first job that I found was um, in Mediterranean Afghani cuisine uh, in Newport News, uh, Norfolk. I worked there for about six months, uh, and then I decided to move towards Richmond, which is a bigger city and has more facilities. Uh, I, I worked in a restaurant for about two years, and I feel like this is not my dream. Most, my dream was to open my own space and you know create my own recipes and work on my culture, uh, my authentic dishes that we cook. We cook in, in Afghanistan. I feel like I you know this dream is not uh, coming through at all. Um, uh, then I quit the job. I quit the restaurant. Um, and I started working in the company at night. So during the daytime, um, I had a chance to go and meet people, you know, serve, uh, introduce Afghani cuisine, uh, cooking food for free most of the time, not charging anyone. Um, most of these NGOs, nonprofit organizations, um, uh, I was going there and asking them if they have any meetings or any conferences that I can cook food for them. Uh, so from there, then I started like, introducing my food the culture, then I was introduced to um, Richmond magazine. Then from there, I start um, uh, working in my portfolio. Uh, People started recognizing me. And then in 2019, I was able to open uh, the Manta restaurant, uh, which wasn't easy to open the restaurant. Um, I didn't have a a business uh, background. I mean, I was a chef, but I did not know how to run a business. it was, it, was not, it was not easy at all. Um, but I learned, uh, I put my passion, I put my life uh, uh, to make this happen. Uh, and then from there, uh, my, my, um, the purpose of this restaurant was to uh, serve those who are in need. Whatever I make, I put some side uh, for the needy families. Then I start contacting IRC and CCC, all of these other uh, non-profit organizations. That if they, if there's any refugee coming from any part of the world, their their first fee, uh, meal would be from the mandu. Um, so I have kept continuing up to now, um, since the situation took place in Afghanistan, the uh, August thirty first, when people had to leave the country, um, and it was a great. Time for me to start serving people and bringing their food, making thousand meals for our families. Uh, their traditional style, so they shouldn't miss the um, the authentic meal. Uh, I really feel proud to be um, able to serve the people, serve their their um, uh, their meal. Uh, I know it is, it is a really tough time for Afghan people when they leave the country. They left everything that they had, um, and they have to start over again from the scratch. Um, it is not easy, uh, but it is possible. We can uh, we can manage to live our life and make a better life again. Um, every moment of our life is a new beginning, uh, so it's not too late at all to start over again and make your life. Uh, but for those who are already resolved, I, um, I hope they are they are uh, lending a hand to, to those who are new, start supporting them. Um, I've ordered about eight of new uh, refugees in my restaurant. Um, They're being trained, one of them is the chef of the mantle right now. Uh, I have two others that are uh, managing the restaurant. yeah, I'm trying to support as much as I can. I have a small restaurant it's not too big. <laughs> um, it's a small restaurant I um, uh, I'm trying to do as, as much as I can.
0: Yeah, that is incredible And you know I, I think that's kind of how we learned about you is actually through your partnership with IRC um, international Rescue committee even though you are like, a world-renowned chef because you competed on um is it called you can't beat bobby flay beat bobby flay (laughs) beat bobby flay okay (laughs) and did you beat him
2: well no it's not easy to beat this guy (laughs) but i could be the other chef which is um which wasn't easy she had like 25 years experience and she owned the restaurant like Uh, That's awesome. I couldn't believe that I was in a show. I mean, I wasn't sure. Um, When I received an email from um, uh, their production, I feel like, no, it can be a scam. Um, Then I called a friend of mine, um, He's a big company. I said, well, there are so many scam companies that are trying to write your email and then invite you for something, don't worry about it. And I was like, no, let me me respond them back. So I respond them and then they said, okay, um, uh let's have an interview so until they booked a ticket from me i wasn't sure <laughs> i was like it's not gonna work um when they booked the ticket and then um then i feel like yeah this is really <laughs> happening
0: <laughs> um, that's amazing
2: when i go to new york um and i was like wow it is really actually it's <laughs> <what's> happening <laughs> um wow but it was it was really good um he is a very nice gentleman um uh very supportive I, I couldn't believe that you know standing beside bobby flay uh it was it was just a dream for me and i was keep telling myself that is it real <laughs> am i dreaming <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's so awesome
2: it was it was an awesome show um i made the man to dumpling which is the 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 star dish of restaurant
0: yeah, we're actually wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about the meaning of the mantu, like the word, and then also the dish, um, because Ali saw a video that says it means me and you. So if you could just tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Um, when we were making the mantu dumpling and one of the big um, event we had called UGK, uh, the dumpling itself is a uh, boat shape. We start with vegetables and meat, um, but I come up with, uh, since the mantu means me and you, uh, then I try to change it to a rose shape. So me and you and the rose, which connects. <laughs> it was before before opening the restaurant and um, I was doing some events. Uh, when I display the mantu dumpling and when you when you cook the mantu, um, the, the, the dough itself, when it's steamed, we, we steam the dumpling. So when it's steamed, then it uh, they, it it blossoms like a flower, like a rose itself. It opens up. Then I felt like hopefully, if I if one day I open the restaurant, I'm gonna I'm going to um, name the restaurant the Mandu. Then that dream, it wasn't too far. <laughs> um, like after six months, I was able to open the restaurant. And then uh, my friends they were asking me. Uh, So you open a restaurant. So what is the name of the restaurant? I would say, the mantu, the mantu, the mantu, all the time. I was just saying to the people, the mantu dumpling. But uh, later on, people start asking me, what does the mantu means? So, um, and it has two meanings. The mantu mantu itself is the the dish, the mantu dumpling. And also it means me and you. Man means me, two means you. Uh, So it is a, spiritual connection between me and you which is uh, connecting people um and then in the restaurant we have a um with a, a community table which uh, it's it's a big table that like 30 people can sit in so that was always for introducing people uh, gathering uh, introducing the culture you know you can find people from all over the world and coming to restaurants, they can join and um, learn the cultures from each other.
1: Yeah, I would love to hear a bit more about that and how you see um, sharing meals and sitting at the same table and just everything that comes with the process and, and ritual of like sharing a meal together, how you see that connecting people from different cultures and walks of life and perspectives and, how that um, builds peace, if at all, you know, if, if you see an intersection between peace building and sharing food, sharing meals together.
2: So the best um, connection between people is food. Uh, this is our culture back home in Afghanistan. If there is anything like, if there are two uh, tribes are uh, having issues with each other, um, then the, the third tribe comes and says, OK, um, we, we make food. So I want you all to come um, and meet each other. So whatever, all the problems will be solved when you have meal with someone. And the food brings happiness. It connects you. It connects the people. Uh, and there's a special connection between uh, you know when, when you're serving meal to others, no matter how um, how tough the situation is, but once you have, you know, when you're hungry and you need food, you will you will appreciate that moment, and it is the best way to to connect people, to introduce people. Uh, we are we are all from those one resource. Uh, humanity is one, all from one single soul. That's what we believe. Uh, so to connect back to ourselves is easy uh, through the food, which is the the easiest way. Uh, you know, we don't have to do anything bigger just just like most of the time we just do uh, tea just bring someone on the table. Once someone is on the table then you know all the problems will be solved. So when I say the man too and, and, and the dumpling itself the rose rose is also a sign of peace. you know when when any when two persons are fighting and then the two person comes and, and tries to uh, bring a peace between them is offer them a rose. and uh, a meal and all probably solved
0: that's amazing i think um it's amazing how simple yeah food can bring people together and um, bring joy like you're saying because i find that to be true in my own life um and you know it's so incredible how like you were able to come and um, come to the US and start this restaurant and start all of this amazing um, work that you're doing to help others coming to the US and sort of cool how you were able to go first and then be sort of a welcoming presence um, for people. And that's really beautiful. Um, And we're just Curious like what kind of yeah what kind of continues to sustain you in this work of running your restaurant and helping people in the Community. um, Helping your fellow Afghans coming to the US and what sort of a vision or dream that maybe you have um, carrying you forward and into the future as well.
2: The moment the moment you start thinking about serving others. um, I mean there is a little bit. Challenges that you have to face, but most of the time, um, once you decide that you're you're serving people, uh, there are so many doors start opening towards you, um, and then it, it makes it gives you more um, spiritual energy. Uh, so once you start helping, then you feel like when people talks about heaven, I feel the heaven here. Without going to heaven, <laughs> so, when you serve people, then you feel that moment when you are happy, when the, when the people are happy, you feel heaven there. So um, serving others, serving those who are in need, this is uh, opportunity for our for for those who are who are more fortunate. Uh, it, it is a God gifted to us when, when you have the ability to serve others, and uh, but you shouldn't keep it for yourself and it creates more love and more more, um, more joyfulness to your community. Life is temporary, you know, the, the body itself is, is one day passes away. But for ourselves to be um, live forever is to help those who are in need. I mean, there are so many people around you are supporting. Trust me. When I opened the restaurant, I did not have a in a budget to open this restaurant. It, it was the people of of uh, of our condos, the, the community. They all came together. They helped me. They supported me from from the scratch.
1: Yeah, it sounds like, um, or at least what I what I heard in that response was people people sustaining you in the work and people motivating you to continue the work. And I've actually just made a really fun connection throughout this conversation with you so one of my favorite i'm armenian and one of my favorite dishes is munsi and i am realizing it's like effectively the same thing but we put it in um soup and but yeah it's like the little boats with the meat inside um so i think it's it's like it seems to be a shared dish maybe between afghanistan and armenia and maybe turkey too and
2: well we have we have Armenians in afghanistan too um, okay. We had our and then um, all of these other regimes—they made him to leave the country. Our um, monies, like most of the Asian countries, they have a, a a culture which is all connected. They all came from the same root. Um, you say manti, um, in Turkish also they have uh, similar dumplings. Chinese wonton. So um, they, they're all um, from, from, I don't know, like must be centuries um, that used to be together, um, but they all have different meanings. I mean, different way of cooking, but all the same. So they all bring joys and bring happiness to the table. Um, it has different Thanks. names, but when it comes to the meal, um, it connects people. And that's the best thing about the meal. Uh, so when I change it to the rose, that means like it it, clo- it makes you more closer to, to your uh, community, to your friends and families, which is a God gifted.
1: Yes, I love that imagery. It's really profound. So as a a final fun question, um, what is your, do you have a favorite dish from Afghanistan, either that you cook or just to enjoy? Uh,
0: Maybe the, mart- the mentu. <laughs>
1: Right to
2: be the (laughs) mantu. I Um, I, I love cooking the mantu. I love um I mean I the dishes that I cooked, um it took me about three months to, to make um to prepare all those recipes. Um uh the first one was of course the mantu. Which this small dumpling changed my life. Um when you have um as strength or uh, uh, thinking about your destination, um, uh, a small thing can can bring so many changes in your life. Uh, this mantu dumpling, or as Arminian says, mante, um, it, it really changed my life and it changed so many people's lives around me. It's unbelievable. But the purpose of this was to, uh, to serve to bring your voice up and start using your your ability, you start um, using your skills, um, and to, deal, to let the people, the world know that even though we are, it's been about decades that we are in fight in Afghanistan. We are the Afghanistan is in war, but you can still find people uh, who are thirsty of peace. And this is a message from, from the Afghan people in Afghanistan when I came from there. And they always look, we had 20 years, um, a dream. I usually call it a fake dream, which it took out of us, like it was just like a blink. The, the entire country went back to the same darkness moment that we came from. We barely made able to to came out of those, those, those dark situations um but I cannot believe when I see some of the concerts in Afghanistan that uh, like before Taliban took over um uh, how happy people are it was totally different um people made an like a, 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 a heaven for them in the country and all of a sudden um it turned upside down we we lost whatever we gained for for 20 years the government was not a strong government government. Uh, it wasn't a people government. We did not vote for them. It was the contractors from other countries. And that's why the, the country collapsed so fast. But still, you know, we, even though we knew that the government is a fake government, is a, is, a, is a contractor, but we still had hope. We still, like, our kids were happy. They were going to schools. Even though we still had, uh, we were losing our lives every day by the suicides but we still had some hope of democracy, of freedom. Uh, our kids go to school. Uh, Women were, were free. In 20 years, we gained a lot in having educations. Um, but this evacuation turned Afghanistan back to, like centuries back to uh, the darkness. Right now, we don't have any educated people in Afghanistan. Everybody left the country, so the country is now running with uh, with uh, uneducated people, which is which is un- which is not safe. Uh, you cannot you can you can fight to to take over a country, but you cannot run the country with the gun. You need education. You need the people. You need a woman beside you. Uh, Men cannot cannot run any any part of the world. Uh, it was really tough. It is really tough. Right now, we are facing the um, the 30 million people of Afghanistan is facing human crisis. The entire world is just silently watching. This is the worst part of of my life. When I when I think about my country, when I think about serving them, I cannot serve the entire world, uh, the entire country. Maybe I can I can serve a part of a small part of the group but the the governments need to change their ideology. It's winter time, people are starving. They don't have anything to eat. It's not easy to to live in Afghanistan right now. So we we are fighting to death right now to survive. I already experienced these moments back home when Taliban first took the country and I know each and every moment I experienced all of those, those moments of life when we did not have food, when, we did not have, um, when it was winter, no blanket, no water to drink, no food to eat, and there is no work to do. And the same situation as is right now, it's, it's, it's taking place and it's happening. The kids are starving. A couple of months ago, we had a bunch of kids died because of not having food. Someone has to do something. The entire world is making um, progress in, in, in their technologies. They can do anything to it. If, if they wanted to change the world, they can do it because they have the power. Uh, Taliban is a small group. They can be forced to let the people live their life in a proper way. It is not, It has nothing to do with the religion. Taliban does not know anything about the religion itself. I'm a muslim person and i know what islam says about islam gives most right to the woman more than a man but this small group is misusing their their the name of islam their ideology does not match to the religion of islam to any religions in islam we say woman is the root of a society the foundation of a home is the woman. If they if they, the foundation is not as strong, the house cannot stay stable. But these guys they are ignorant. They don't know anything about the religion. They don't know anything about the human life. Um their job is to just keep destroying the country. We need we need action. Um I've seen so many people around us you when know, they're coming to restaurant they say we pray They say, we always pray for your country. And I say, please do not pray because right now, do your job the best as you can, and then pray so that God will help you to make that happen. But to just pray and watch, it doesn't make any difference. Mm -hmm. We don't need a prayer right now. We need someone to stand up and do something. Mm -hmm. I'm not just talking about Afghanistan. Palestine, there are so many other countries are starving to date, African countries. Mm -hmm. It's not only about my life, I felt those pain, I felt the starvation, I felt the hunger, I felt insecure. And that's why I'm here, I'm here not to enjoy my life, I'm here to, to let the world know that we are in pain, Even though the country has, Afghanistan is a mountain country. It is one of the richest country based on resources that we have. And the poorest people. I'm asking these these first world countries that, of course they need resources. So go go ahead and take all the resources that you want. But give us a little bit peace. Let us live our life. We don't deserve to be slaughtered on the street. It's been about four decades that they're, they're slaughtering us on the streets of Kabul. They're throwing our, our bodies to, that, to the rivers. Why human being is kind of going against the nature of human being? It seems that we are not calling ourselves as human being anymore because we don't feel the pain of others. We've forgotten our, our, our nature we are being away from our nature even though all we do is be greedy and start making money and putting in the banks and that does not change the world i start from nothing there are so many people like me they start from if you have to help people you don't have to have you don't have to be rich money does not bring happiness it's our action it's our ability our strength that change people's mind. I didn't have to have billions of dollars to open this restaurant and then let the people know that this is how the culture is. I start from scratch, from nothing. But now I'm able to, and I feel proud that I, that I have been able to use my time to serve the people. As A small help can bring changes, but as long as we stand up, some of us will go to space, but instead of going to space, see what you have in your in your planet. In, in our religion, we say our people go to Makkah um, uh, to worshiping the, the, the house of God, but the pr- priority is to see if your neighbors are okay with their food, then you can go and, and visit the house of god nowadays nobody thinks about that everybody wants to have a name that someone went to the space they want their name to be um, in history i don't want my name to be in history i want to serve people who are in need the world can change they they have their facility we people we did not create any any terror groups we have nothing to do with these terror groups. It's the governments that are, that are playing with our lives. I hope we one day could reverse the mirror and see ourselves, that how far are we from, from our God, from our humanity, from those that we claim ourselves that we are human
0: beings yeah thank you so much for sharing all of that um i think yeah that is such an important reflection for us as we i'm sure many of um our listeners too uh, you know have a lot of care for afghanistan and what's been happening um and you know have been praying for the people there and people coming here um and for peace in the land, um, and you know, maybe for those who are curious, like ways that they could support the projects that you're doing there. Um, what what would you say um, would be the best way for them to support that?
2: Um, so right now, I have a, a few friends of mine um, that I called them a couple of days ago, and I said um, I'm trying to. Uh, uh, cook food and serve people or either make bags of food raw food and they can cook but it depends if they don't have um uh equipments to cook uh most of them they are displaced from their houses and they don't have anything to, to cook the food is uh, not right now we're trying to save about a thousand meals from the restaurant itself and then we'll see if people start supporting us then we'll uh, make it more but that's how much i can make right now from, from what I have, um, I start selling. Um, I come up with the T-shirt, selling the T-shirts for twenty bucks. So this twenty dollars is a good amount of money back home in Afghanistan. It serves like five people.
0: Um,
2: so I'm trying my best to to do what I can. Um, I know it's not enough, but um, it is awareness for for the others who are kind of. Pretending not to see what's going on in other part of the world or um, just give them a a wake up sign that we can do anything like if I can serve someone with 20 bucks anybody can do that. Um, So hopefully by next week. uh, We're going to start there's a a team of six people I have some friends that we used to work together in in the restaurant they're cooking food and we're sending fun from here to them
0: yeah absolutely is there somewhere where people could make a donation to support those efforts
2: Um, people start asking me how to donate money Um, we created a small um, uh, button on our website Uh, they want to donate and so every donations when they put money and then we always show them where the money goes to so they shouldn't feel like, you know, we, we are saving the money. Um, the money will not be saved in our accounts. Um, each and every penny that they, if anybody spends, uh, it should go to the people who are in need. Uh, I've done this by myself right up to now. Uh, but if people start supporting us, then they are most welcome. And we will make their monies and, you know, send them to the people, to the right people. We go door to door, we do not go, um, like there are some organizations back in Afghanistan that they say they are supporting Afghans. Uh, we don't trust those organizations anymore. We just cook the food and go to people's store, ask them to uh, gather some information, how many people we can serve. And uh, we have so many disabled people in the country. We have blind people in Afghanistan. They are, they are the priority, they need more more help. So we'll start from them and then we'll go from there and see how how many people they can serve
0: yeah that's wonderful thank you so much chef nori it's been such an honor to interview you and hear your story and um thank you so much for for being with us
2: thank you so much for giving me the time um sharing our uh, our painful stories and you guys are listening to these um moments that we are suffering and um, thank you for uh, sharing our, our voice to the people. Uh, hopefully, we are, we're looking for a, a better future of humanity, a peaceful um, environment for all humanities and any part of the world, because we're all connected and we feel the pain of any creature around us. Hopefully, um, kids in Afghanistan, kids in other countries, in other poor countries could not suffer for the food. Let's Let's hope and we'll put stuff in action.
0: Amen. Yes, Yes, absolutely. Thank
1: Thank you you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Wow, that um, was just such a great conversation with Chef Nori. So many things came to mind as he was speaking. I I mentioned in our conversation with him about my own personal connection to the dish that he was describing
0: um, <laughs> and
1: how in my you know my own Armenian culture how we have a very similar dish which is you know essentially the same thing and I think that just really speaks to some of the themes that he was drawing on throughout the interview of just interconnectedness and how, you know, we don't exist in cultures that don't touch each other or aren't related somehow. Um, But that food has this profound ability to connect us and to communicate something beyond, you know, just the, like the quote, Um, like Michael Pollan's quote, you know, it's not just about this mechanical biological process, but it's like a ritual and it can unite and communicate and empower those were just a few of the things that really stuck out to me as he was talking and how he is using his particular gifts and his particular place in Richmond to welcome those who are, are coming to the U S of course, under completely traumatic circumstances. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, I, was thinking about Pal Washa when he shared that because I just remember her story of coming to the U.S. and how like <laughs> even though like yeah you get food and that's good because you need food to survive but like how much of a difference it made to have like her food like from her culture <laughs> that she's used to and um, so yeah I just thought that was such must be such a powerful experience for Afghans who are coming to the U.S. to be able to experience um, a delicious meal from that they're used to um, having, and and how much that probably makes them feel at home at a time when um, couldn't be further from from the truth. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, yeah. I shared with you earlier, Becca, that um, as as Chef Nouri was talking, I was reminded of a class I took during seminary on food and feasting and famine, those themes throughout the old Testament of the Bible. And so I was just thinking about how we studied food and its connection to various themes such as, you know, redemption and remembrance and um, different uh, kind of different motifs that we see throughout the Bible and how food interacts. And Mm -hmm. so specifically you know with restoration just in light of what you shared about um what it might be like for refugees coming to the US it i have to imagine that that relationship with chef nori is it is incredibly restoring as well as you know the food itself um mm-hmm. nourishing
0: yeah totally and you know i think it's so amazing that he came to the US and started all of this and created this beautiful um, business and a place where he can do that like he can provide a welcome welcoming space for other Afghans coming to the states and um yeah, it's just kind of cool. He's like their welcoming committee and he knows what it's like. he's been there um he's lived through similar things, and um I yeah, like you're saying, even just being connected to him personally is probably such a huge um blessing for them. And yeah, and I just commenting on what you were saying earlier about um food as well, I think it's so cool how he like transformed the Mantu into the sim like the rose shape too. Um yeah, yeah and he was saying how the rose is also a symbol of, of peace and coming to the table and putting aside um animosity to share food. So it's really cool. Great
1: right yeah that was something that he kept speaking on throughout our time with him just this message of humanity right. and how even though we are miles away from what's happening in Afghanistan and you know for for many of us i won't i definitely won't say all but for many of us in a western american context we can't imagine what he was describing with you know starvation or at least not not receiving what um what you need physically Um, Mm -hmm. but yet how can we connect to those, those stories and those realities, um, in Afghanistan and in, in other parts of the world as he, um, acknowledged, um, and in, you know, in our, even in our own communities, you know, um, and yeah, just that you're right. That rose, that symbol of you and me, um, solidarity, um, yeah, definitely. I I am like left with questioning, you know, how to feel feel and um feel the the pain of others or or to see the suffering, you know, to not turn a blind eye.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think that's um you know, what's so cool about his restaurant and the work he's doing is like that's a very um tangible way to kind of Participate in helping people um, who are suffering through some of those awful things. Um, so I think, like, obviously, if you can go to the restaurant, that's awesome. Um, that's an awesome way to support. If you can make a donation on their website, um, or even if you buy a T-shirt, um, <laughs> all of that is is going towards you know supporting what Chef Nori and his his, his restaurant, um, are doing. Um, and I think, yeah, that collaboration with IRC is, is so cool. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, I think even just like being connected to those stories, um, and being willing to listen and hear, um, and then take steps of action is really powerful. Um, and I know there's like, things that we can all be doing to also, you know, advocate within our own government to help people in Afghanistan um, with the current situation. So I think um, that's something for us to consider as well.
1: Right. Absolutely. Because that was definitely also a Something that he emphasized towards towards the end of our conversation was, you know, like take action um, and, you know, how can the world just watch? I I remember he said something like that. And so, yeah, you, you bring up a great point about advocacy as well as, you know, giving um, and listening. It, it kind of all goes hand in hand, I guess.
0: Storytelling, I think it's like, yeah, the power of, of how we share stories and, how we listen to stories and, um, how we can even use that as a tool, um, for advocacy too. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like more info about Peace Catalyst or would like to support our peacebuilding work, please visit our website at peacecatalyst.org.